Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. It's the First and Fifteen podcast back once again. We're going to try something new this time. Obviously, we still can't play outside. It's still, I think the bath season has just been cancelled as well. But we're going to look back at the history and why not start with the man who is probably the oldest player we've ever seen, Steve Podmore. <laughs> so what we're going to do in this one, you've got five on offense, five on defense and one sub. Everybody is someone that you have played with or coached. So we're going to go through your ultimate dream team of teammates. So yep. first off, let's start with your defense. Who have you got at corner? So um, they're interchangeable, my corners, in terms of where they, which side they go on. But my, my first corner is um, Tendai Chiesa. That's silent. <laughs> no, no I, I'm just leaving yeah. you to talk this one. Yeah, oh, OK. I thought you had to make some comment. Yeah, so Ten, Tendai's like uh, my corner. She was... Um, I still say to this day she could well have been the best uh, flag football uh, female player in I've ever seen um, obviously she um, she's had lots of things change in her life and she she went away for a couple of years and to Korea um, for her career <laughs> um, but she I coached with her you know over a couple of seasons with the Jets and she was she's she's kind of got a basketball background so the sort of skills and the uh, the boxing out and the and the the non-contact contact side of things is something that came really naturally to her um highly aggressive player in terms of you know doesn't overstep the line but would always be in your face always in the middle of your route that kind of thing just very good at understanding placement positioning and and just should never give you an inch. Doesn't matter whether you were training or, or playing a game, she won't give you an inch. And um she's just a, a su- superb player. And um as as many, many people who've played and come up against her know, she she can pretty much lock down anyone. Well moving to the other side of the field, you've got your other corner. Who have you put on that side? Yeah, so um the other one, another great player I played with back a couple of years ago, we went to finals, is Pete Coppenall. So Pete's now quarterback at uh, VPP, isn't he? And um, despite breaking every bit of bone, I think, within his knees and stuff, he's and saying he could never play again five years ago, he's still playing and he's strong. Um, but again, you know, I've, I've looked at this a bit of life, tried not to pick players who, who, who've um, maybe only barely played the game or, or not really been, would be deemed flag players. Um, and also, you know, how they'd be at their prime or when, when we, you know, not necessarily today. And, and with Pete, he, at the time, when, when he played with us for those couple of seasons and we had a really, really good team, he, um, he was just, um, again, he's a good student of the game, so he understands the game, which is another, a lot of the players I've picked are, are players who could coach um, themselves or could, um, you know, pick up the team if there was a problem and actually fix problems on the fly. Um, and Pete, just again, you know, at the time when he, his knee wasn't so bad, I, I, as a defensive player, he was just superb. He's, again, everywhere, really good reader of the game. And again, you know, as a corner, he can play shallow, deep um, and cover anybody. 
So we'll move uh, not, not further back, but we're going into the middle now. Every quarterback's nightmare. Who have you got blitzing for you? Uh, Dave Radford, who is um, still playing. He uh, was a Titans player with me back in those days. Um, super um, speed um, and good control. Uh, and he's that fast. He, he just he just wrecks um, teams' offensive strategies. Uh, just so good. And, and again, you know, it, it's obviously we're picking a defensive team and an offensive team, but so far all three of these players could quite happily play on the other side of the ball and they could play in different positions on defence uh, and, and you know, still hold their own and be be really good players. So there's a lot of interchangeability there. But Dave is a blitzer. He's, you know, he's just so fast and, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't compete against that sometimes. I'm just trying to remember, is this... Was he number one for the Titans? Yeah, that's him. The the blonde one. Blonde haired lad. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him very, very well. Yeah. He's still going strong now, isn't he? He's he's always uh, pops up <laughs> um for OFL he's played, plays league as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the game where I got sacked five times in one game or something like that. It was I didn't want to say that, but yeah. Uh, you, you wanted to, I know that. <laughs> but there you go. You've got first-hand evidence of, of how rapid he is. But say it's just, you know, when he first started, obviously it was pace and nothing else, but he's really, his game's superb. Um, and, and, you know, he's he's come a long lot, but that, that speed is just, it's hard to replicate it, isn't it? And it's hard to do anything as a quarterback against it. And like you've known yourself from that, if, if he's got your number, <laughs> that one game and it's just working, it's, it's, a, it's a nightmare, isn't it? It was horrible that one. Yeah. So, so yeah. dropping right, dropping yeah. further back, you got your safeties. Who have you got there? Yeah. So um, safety one, Shad. Um, Shad McCook. So I mean, I think most people know who Shad is. Um, I've had to. It's not about shoehorning Shad in, but I, I I could have put him on offense for a lot of reasons, but. The thing with Shad on, on defence and as a safety is you can play him anywhere um, in that secondary level of, of a defence. So, um, And he's that quick and and it, it's quick twi- twitch stuff, so it's reaction time. Um, I've seen the guy be out of position on the wrong side of the field kind of thing, um, but understand and is, reads the game so well. And then with his pace and his quick... Um, mind still get there and and he people who've played with him at his prime and he's still in his prime now but before he had a few little knocks and injuries that he probably makes him a bit different now he, i've seen him bait people i've seen him you know like quarterbacks think he's think he's not covered somebody um he used to do it all the time and then it was kind of he's laughing as he's, he's you know he's trying not to laugh as he's getting them thinking that someone's gone deep and got open and then he's going in for the pick or the break up and um he's just he's a phenomenal player always has been but as a, as a safety or as, and say so you can play him in the t formation you can play him in, down into middle linebacker um you can get into blitz occasionally um but but as a safety would be the main position for him because you just know you ain't got to worry about anything over the top really at all and he's just a, an amazing player so who have you got for you the safety on this uh, dream team of yours? This is where it got difficult. Um, th- th- this, um, 
I think in the end, I went for, I went for Steve Timmins. Um, again, I don't know if you ever played played with him. Some people will know him, and we're going back probably five or maybe maybe seven years even. Did you did you ever play with Timmins? Yeah, you I must did. Have that first Jets season. Yeah. Game. Yeah. So Timmins was one of these guys when he grew, he got no. He struggled to read and understand the game in some ways, didn't he? But he was just actually. Um, it's a bit of a weird term, isn't it? When people say he's an athlete and he just naturally got the game, but that kind of what he was, wasn't he? He didn't look speedy, he didn't look athletic, but where he had major speed, didn't he? And again, he was another one of these guys that playing him at safety gave him chance to react to what was happening in front of him. Um, and again, no one would beat the guy deep. Uh, I've seen him come down and, and pick off so many footballs. Um, I always think of Jordan Mille being a really good safety. He's one of the guys that was close for me to pick in this. Um, and Timmins was was as good or better than Mille at his best as a safety. Um, but he was a very quick one when he burnt out within two years and quit over, over people singing and dancing and getting drunk on a coach back from finals, <laughs> which was kind of funny. <laughs> there's no crying in baseball, but there's no foot in flag. <laughs> I mean, it pretty I, much was that. And interesting to know, that was when Pete Copner was with us as well. So, um, so was Tendai. So, <laughs> quite a few of my players that I've picked uh, were, were around that team. I do remember Steve, Steve Timmons. He was a great player, but he was when when you said he was an athlete, but he didn't quite understand the game. He was sort of like the Shad McCook without the fo- without the footballing knowledge in a way. Without Cook. <laughs> yeah. 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 True. Like I say, Shad, 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 Pete, uh, Tendai. Uh, Dave, all people who you could put as your head coach if you had to, or take your team. Timmins, you you wouldn't want him anywhere near managing your team. <laughs> but again, you just you'd want him out there because I say he's prime, and when he was that that one season, again same thing. You just there was no point going deep because he'd always be there. I mean, I've seen him line up th- you know twenty yards deep kind of thing and thinking what the hell. And he still ends up tackling somebody five yards from the line of scrimmage, you know. It's, but yeah, again, another one of these like just had it without understanding why. I think he 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 didn't really see a a, a player in it, like a receiver in the way he just saw a ball in the air and that was like that's my ball I'm gonna get it. <laughs> that's and true. It, it was all legal though. That was the best bit about him. <laughs> yeah, that that that's very true. Actually, I, I didn't even think of it like that. But you're right. You you know, once you've gone and challenged for a ball with him. A lot of people wouldn't do it again, and yet he did nothing illegal at all. He wasn't even uncontrolled. Um, he was just a force of nature, wasn't he? And he's a he's a big lad as well. Um, you know, thick set, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So you got your defense, a, a very, a very jet based defense on this one. Four jet to the titan by the by the looks of it. Yeah, well, I mean, in the day they were, but yes. Um, nowadays, they're they're all over the country and the world, even. Oh, they'll always be the Jets on that one. Yeah. So let, let's look at your offense now. We'll start with the center. Who's snapping for you? Jordan Melee. So that's part of the reason why he got edged out with by Timmins. Um, Jordan played with him on the Titans and obviously played occasionally with him in different mix and matches of teams. But as a center, um, he's just again in in his 
I don't know how he's how he does it now and where he'd say he is in his prime or what, but you know, a few years ago when he played with us, he he was again um, unstoppable. The best thing about him is that again he's a great student of the game, so he understands it. He knows the adjustments to make. He can work with the quarterback, and he is this really quarterback friendly. Um, his snaps are great. He can snap deep as well. So uh, as a quarterback, you know, you can be nine yards, eight yards deep, and you know the ball's coming to you on the button every time. Um, and and then he's obviously quarterback friendly for the the type of quick stuff and the quick leak outs and the quick underneath. But he's also a massive threat on a deep corner or a deep go. Um, and, and again, he generally comes down with the ball. And and that's the reason he actually didn't make it onto the safety side of things for me to a, to a great extent is because I think overall I'd want that the what he brings to the game at centre uh, and a, and a great league commissioner as well. Of course, um, that's for the IFL, yes. But you know, and obviously he's still going strong. But yeah, he's he's a he's a he's a great player, and again another really good athlete. Uh, obviously. You know, that that would be my centre anyway. So who's he snapping to? So he's snapping to Neil Arnold, who's the uh, the ever, ever going uh, quarterback of the Kogadi Bulls. Um, Neil's, this, uh, I, this is where I, I, I got, I could have picked a couple of Americans um, that I've played with, but they weren't really um, proper flag. You know, they were kitted and they played a bit of flag. So that's why I went with Neil and, some of that again is back to this whole thing of the whole kind of people I'd want to pick. They Neil would control your team anyway. Neil Neil understands everything about offense. Um, and again, if we had loads of injuries and things like that, he could play safety as most quarterbacks do, um, and and do as good a job as anybody else I could have picked there. But as a quarterback, I mean, he's done it all. He's won it all. He's you know, got the the unbeaten runs, you know. And even now at the uh, the tender age of 70 or 80 or whatever he is, um, he can still go to something like Big Bowl with a scratch team uh, and lead a team, you know, on his decidedly dodgy legs um, and still lead him into the top, you know, the top eight or top 10 of any tournament he goes to. Um, and that's a testament to, to how good a player he is and how uh, just how good a quarterback he is. Um, and, you know, I know you're a close second, obviously as a quarterback I've I've played with, but Neil Neil was is just phenomenal. He can you know he can change every single play, whatever it is, he he can change it at the line. He you know and you know and you trust if he tells you to run something or or adjust to something, you you can trust that it's for the right reason. If that makes sense, um, he's just he's phenomenal and and he's a real real leader. He's a winner. You ain't gonna lose a game, you know. With with Neil Arnold somewhere in your team. I mean, I'm impressed. That I got a close second. I know it wasn't true, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that one. It's recorded now, so you can't take it back. Yeah, yeah. You you say that a lot when I take the mic. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you got your three receivers. How, how are you going to line these up, and who's got who's got each slot? So um, it's it's kind of. Uh, I've I've gone with Stevie Bramwell from Kilcaddy again um, as my receiver, and he just beat out Neil Baltazar as as the other player I, I nearly put in there. Um, and I, I've just gone with Stevie 
purely and simply because, again, back in the day, um, as a receiver, he's just he knows it all. He understands everything. He's um, he was fast. He was pace. He was tall. Um, but he also knew how to get open. He knew where to be. He knows what to do on the field. And again, he's a really good complement to any any quarterback in that. You know, you know, if if he's got a route run, he's going to run it right. He's going to run at the right place. He's going to be at the right place at the right time. And I'm sure as a quarterback, that's something that that you value immensely. And again. You know he's a great, he's a great teammate, and he's a great player, um, uh, and he's always good at you know, keeping the spirits up when it's difficult, when it's tough. Stevie's always one of those guys there. So again, as a, as, as a teammate, as much as the player, and I say, I nearly would have put Neil Balthazar there as a kind of, if I was making a team because of what I wanted to do, as as an extra quarterback kind of thing. But at the end of the day, I went with the, sk- the specific player who had the specific skills. You got two more receiver slots. Yeah, so uh, the other side um, uh, is is Nath, Nathan Coles from Titans, um, the big man. He, he's he's you know I'm his hero. He's my hero. It's it's just one of those things, isn't it? You know everything he knows he learned from me. And uh, <laughs> now nah, just Nath, Nathan again. You know he's the supreme athlete again. He's he's just a, a really good player. His game's comes on every year he learns something more every year he gets better um again pace to burn but but also he's got just great hands and he's tall um and and that's something with both the two outside receivers i I, i've wanted to pick um of have as well so there's there's that element of they're gonna be able to be thrown a little bit higher balls and things like that and and they're they're more than likely going to come down and a contested and b just for their pure height um, but Nathan again, he's got that that um, really good off the line speed, um, straight line speed as well. But also the the shorter stuff, the the sure hands now. So uh, great, great player, Nathan. And I think we've we've mentioned this before, and you messaged me afterwards with the for the uh, when we were talking about him. Yeah. For for Nathan, it's the attitude that he brings to the game. I don't think I've ever seen him get annoyed or stressed or he's just like a constant smile chatting to everybody. He's everybody's best friend. Yeah, it's 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 funny. It's it's pretty much the same thing Stevie Bramwell has. Um different character. He, you know, he's larger than life in many ways, Nath, isn't he? He's, everyone knows he's around, but he's not. Um but he you're right, he's always happy, always smiling. Um, always ready to do, and then and that's again. I think generally with all of the players I, I've picked up, I've known them all. They pretty much all do what they're asked to do when they're asked to do it, without really creating a problem or or telling you they can't. Um, and again, that's why you pick them, isn't it? So you got so, your, yeah, your final yeah, offensive no. slot. So, so my one. slot receiver is probably the best receiver I've ever seen. And um, it's it's Marcus getting no, it's not. Um, is David Sonny? Um, play with David um, back in the Jets, and and you you know how good that guy is, and and he was um, college NCAA level, wasn't he? In terms of as as a receiver, and obviously he come and played with us for a couple of seasons. Um, some of the I don't know if you 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 saw him at the finals, did you in that? When we got beat by Kilcaddy? I vaguely remember I this one. I don't think I was there for that one. I think I may have been there for that season. 
oh, you bottled it when we when we needed you most. But it's a weird. Um, obviously, he's brilliant, and and he was the main. Him and Mark Cohen um, were the main two guys who who worked when I first started, and I was obviously older and everything else. They really spent time with me. Um, Mark Mark Cohen was more of a, a training and and a, a role model for for just getting on with it and doing what you're asked to do. But Sonny just taught me lots of um, finesse. Um, you know the, the head fakes, the moves, the the little feet things, and like that. And David um, was that good. I mean, he really was a great receiver. Um, fast, uh, quick. wasn't quite as tall as the other two guys I've picked there, but th- that's the point. I'd want him in the slot because he can just run any route, be anywhere. And again, his hands um, and his will to win probably actually more than anyone other than maybe Neil Arnold in, in the, the ones I've picked. But again, this, this finals and the, the, one of the reasons why it stands out to me is we were getting hammered. You know, we'd, we'd lost the game. We'd blown it. We'd had a terrible, terrible um, first half and we're blown away. And the only reason it, it even got close was, was Sonny. He was just, he just balled out, you know, just I've seen toe tapping catches in the end zone balls that should never have been even anywhere near him catching them caught and that kind of thing um so yeah just a great player and, and he genuinely is the best receiver um that I, I certainly in flag i've played with maybe mark cohen's up there as as the best receiver i've ever played or coached with but but sonny was superb um just a just an amazing player so we're going to give you one sub, but before you do that, is there anybody that you want to give an, like an honourable mention to? I mean, you've, you've put down that Neil Balthazar nearly made your squad. Yeah. And knowing Neil as a quarterback of how good he was, to know that he didn't quite make your squad is quite a, a decent run. Yeah. The, the only reason he did is just Neil Arnold and, and that being more of a flag player. And, and I was trying not to... Cause it's easy, isn't it, to go, oh, yeah, well, I played with this amazing Canadian guy, an American guy, and, you know, we all could do it, you know. Uh, well, sorry, a lot of us could. I know you've got other guys coming up who've played, you know, in the States and stuff, and they're going to have that as well. And I, I was trying to squeeze it, squeeze it all around, and that, that's where Neil missed out because <laughs> the quarterback I want, I'd want is Neil just for a lot of other reasons. But, but uh, yeah, both sides still amazing player really I'd, I'd have 12 players and he'd be there as well but yeah can't be done so you, your last substitute so um is my, my substitute's nat parker um and that's there's a bit of like i always say to people if they ask who's the first person you put on the team sheet and that's that's that person um so it would be wrong of me to, to come to this and say oh, I'll put a, you know your best players together and everything else and not have her as that that wild card I wouldn't pit put her above any single player that I've got in in you know in the team that you've asked me to, to sort of put together but if I wanted someone who truly would do whatever was asked who would put their literally limbs on the line um for no reason other than just to get the ball back or whatever then Nat's been there um, and she's always been that when I've coached her and seen her and seen what she's done since she left, um, you know, work, um, playing with, with us and moving into the kitties seat. She's just, you know, her will to win uh, and her will to achieve and, and 
and be better and get better is, is just phenomenal. And and again, the thing with her it would be as a utility player, it purely and simply would. If I needed everyone couldn't injure their arm, she could play quarterback for you. You know, if everybody struggled to run, she can play safety. She could go and blitz for you if, you know, she not that the others couldn't do it, but she's she's proved it time and again by doing pretty much every position. Um, so, yeah, you know, and as I say, I've always said, first name on a sheet for me quite often in a lot of reasons would would be Nat Parker for, for that intangible. Um, so it'd be wrong if I didn't put her in there. You mentioned putting the, the, your, the limbs on the line. Was it Nat Parker with the, uh, the AstroTurf? Yep, I think so. She's, man, there's, there's many a time, many a time. A sliding tackle on AstroTurf. And it wasn't even, it wasn't like a practice session as well. Oh, there was one GB, I think. I don't think it was on AstroTurf. She did one with GB where she was just, and I think she threw a pick and there was no reason to do it. And she was slid across to make this tackle one yard out for, for something that didn't mean a thing. And I always remember turning to Andrew at the time and being like, that's why. And um, that's why you, I would pick her and I would player for GB and all these other the sort of things she just got some something some people just don't have um but no no the AstroTurf one you're probably referring to is Shay but <laughs> he didn't make it sorry Shay I'm, I'm sure he'll be I would say listen to that. I don't think he listens to you so you're all right he, no he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> but it's one of those ones where You've said it already, but you don't necessarily pick a team based purely on talent, but it's also the the team itself, their personalities. And you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, six Jets players, if you include Nat Parker in that one. Yeah. And you've got a couple of balls that you're uh, yeah big ball with as well. And a lot of it, as we said before, it's not just about how good the player is. It's whether they fit into your squad personality-wise. Yeah, I think I think generally you find that the the top, generally the top players, the best players tend to fit in anyway in flag. The nature of the game makes it more of it is five aside. Let's be honest, it is uh, more of a fun thing, and it is much more of a team people team game than than kitted is. It is you know kitted. You can become very insular. You can become very um, position orientated, can't you? But with flag. You know, by its very nature, most of us, and, and you, you're included, aren't you? There, you, you do it. You know, you can play pretty much any position, and you will have done over the years. Whereas, um, you know, so I, I think quite often, the, and the top players who play flag predominantly tend to be the same kind of thing, don't they? They've got real skills and everything else, but they also play well with others, play well with team, but. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's where I think, you know, me personally, where my strengths have always been is I'm not the best by any stretch, but I'll play any position and I'll do anything you need me to do in terms of where I need to be on a field, um, whatever the issue is. And no matter how injured or whatever, you know, that that's where I, I'll, I'll come out. And that's kind of what you see. But as these guys get a better level, They'll, they'll they'll fit in and work well, and I say what what eight or nine of those would could coach head coach any team anyway. So there we have Steve Podmore's ultimate teammates. Pod, thank you for joining me. I, I know you love talking to me. 
<laughs> yeah, I do. I'm missing it, mate. I'm missing it. Well, don't worry. Soon we'll be back on the field. Well, you guys well, might you, be. Mate, I'm already back on the field. It's, it's you. It's not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm enjoying my time behind the microphone at the moment. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't blame you. But like I said, thank you for talking about this one. And we will hopefully get this one out. And we'll have a, a load more coming in. I've had, I think we've got about eight lined up for this season, this series. And that, that's cool. So, <laughs> you, know, you never know, Pod. You might even make somebody else's team. Uh, I doubt that. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customised sportswear supplies. Oh, 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 oh,